0: Welcome back to Emily T. Gale Talks Golf and other sports here on ESPN Radio, AM 850 and Hilo, AM 790 in Kona. Big ma hello to my supporters. Big Island Country Club, Akamai Computers and Gadgets. They're just opening up up, in the, um, up near Costco above uh, Home Depot. And who else? Big Island Visitor Magazine and of course by Aja River Coffee Company, Chick, Chick Dinah and Earl Kunataki up here in Halualoa. And you can Find them at com or 324-1169. <laughs> and this is Dinah we're talking to now, and Dinah's going to... Dinah, tell me a little bit about your support of Mindy, your your niece, and the... Uh, in, uh, She's at Kalakehe, a at wave rider, And yeah. I remember being at the Christmas party on Christmas Eve at, at Helen's house, your sister <laughs> Helen and Jeff, who was Mindy's uh, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were all talking about her wrestling, and her brother was quite a good wrestler yeah, too. So quite. talk a little bit about that and what it's meant for you to be able to be so supportive because we
1: all that are in sports always like to have people who have been supportive, like your family has been yeah. for me. Well, during my high school days, we never had things such as wrestling. So when my niece joined the wrestling team, we thought that was really something. So what else can we do? We're a big family. We're going to support her in every way we can. Now her brother, what's a... Koi. Koi. He Koi. was quite a, quite a good wrestler, He was wrestler, quite right? a good wrestler, and he uh, also was in judo. Uh, they both were in, in judo and wrestling. And um, they just got back from, uh, from Honolulu, And Mindy was able to represent the big island in the state finals.
0: I know you were trying to encourage me to get down to some wrestling (laughs) matches, which I missed. But I'm going to do better about all that next year. But you're right. Girls weren't allowed. I I grew up in an era where we didn't have girls' sports. and I had to wait for my brothers to come home and play sports. I was a good athlete. And we were talking earlier about Patsy Mink. I mean, she had been a real advocate uh, in the sense of it became... Uh, Title Nine really yes. was named for Patsy Mank. She was such an advocate of having equity, gender equity in the education and the arts, and it also rippled over into into sports. So, in many ways, we have to say thank you to her for. I mean, I was shocked the first time I heard the girls were in wrestling yes. too. So, talk about yeah. what that's like yeah. when you go yeah, watch. Yeah, like, like
1: in wrestling, you know, up until a few years ago, there were no girls' team, and then now. You know, it's a big thing. I think the girls wrestle better than the boys do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what are you feeling when you're out there watching, oh, yeah, I mean, you are you adjusted to the fact that here's your niece actually wrestling and right, really getting into right, it? yeah.
1: And all, all you can do is, you know, call out, Come on, Mindy, you know get on top of her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> were you pretty surprised the first time you went and yeah, saw her? I was, I was like, oh, wow, that's what they do. That's the first time I see, uh-huh. you know, gr- girls wrestling, and it was really something to see. And
0: when you were growing up, did you not play sports because it really wasn't, you know, promoted? Yeah. not right, and, and right. Well, encouraged? all we had
1: was in P.E. In high school, we had P.E. with physical education. And so we had our softball and our volleyball and... You know, running track, you know, but uh, other than that, we had no women, uh, girls' participation.
0: We're talking with Dinah Kunitaki one of the Kunitaki family members, a family of, how many did we decide? 13. (laughs) 13. Let's see if I can get them all right. I jotted it down Eleanor, Chick, Larry, Carol, John, Ernie, Earl, Marie, Michael, Jean, Helen, Dinah, and Danny. Right. And how many are going to be at the Kona Marathon, which is coming up uh, June uh, 28th? Uh, It's on a Sunday. John uh, Kunitake, UCC Coffee and Kunitake Farms, uh, Mm -hmm. of course, the presenters, and they have done a wonderful job of uh, creating this event, which is a huge community event. It's not just a marathon. For those of you that new walkers and runners, it's also a half marathon. You can do a 10K or a 5K. But more than that, in the spirit of just getting out there and bringing your family along, And you've gone from just a couple being in it to a lot of you being down there now, right? Right. So talk about about the corner Marathon and the 10K, 5K, what it means to you.
1: Well, this is a very special event. Um uh, fun run, family fun run. Not only because of families, for everybody. We want as many participants as we can have there. And all your support is needed. This is not for us. This is for everybody. It's for non-profit, uh, cancer, leukemia, Diabetes. And, and John resurrected
0: this race years That's ago. Right. I found an old plaque. Uh, it was called the Sakota Marathon. Yeah. That I, I think I was the only woman in it many, many oh, years yeah. ago before John took it over, so I, I had the winner's plaque because <laughs> yeah. I don't think there were any other women. <laughs> but now he's had thousands of people over the done, years participate. Done. Yeah, I think this year there's going to be about 2,000. Uh-huh. Frank Shorter, who, of course, who won the uh, marathon. And, yes, and he'll be here. 72 he, in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. He comes here every year. Oh, and, he loves uh, John. Yeah. Every Everybody loves John, and everybody loves your family and the spirit your family gives. And we love everybody, too. <laughs> so tell me about when you did the first, your first walk.
1: Oh, the first you know, walk, uh, the 5K. Yeah. But we go as a family. We go right. as a team. We but go when you did there. your very first one, the do you remember when that one? was? Yeah, that was in John's race. The, so you went, the very first one he had, right. you were in. So That's you've right. been in all of them. We've done it all. Okay. Yeah.
0: And what's your feeling when you go down to do that and you start it's with those really crowds? It's
1: really neat. We, we chase everybody to the finish line, <laughs> you know. <laughs> (laughs) 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 we chase everybody to the finish line we take our time you don't have to run or you know you can hop skip jump crawl whatever you want to do as long as you cross the finish line you'll be rewarded with your finishing t-shirt isn't it a nice feeling that
0: the kunitake marathon has it's it's a fun thing you know but it's the spirit of your family has been so supportive of john also in putting on this event And, of course, John and all of you, when you graduated from high school, Chick, you probably, uh, Dinah, do you remember when the boys left the island and went over to California? They we were very sad. Talk about that. They all went over to be state.
1: They all went out. Everybody left one year at a time because we were all down the line. And um, you know, I mean we were happy for them but we were sad to see them go. So they were all going to the mainland. To the mainland and they all found their little nests and, and found and things to do. We three of my brothers ended up being professional jockeys. But didn't they start John
0: Larry and who else wrote? Ernie. And Ernie. Ernie. Didn't uh-huh. they start sweeping? Yeah, yes, well,
1: stable, and they had never ridden horses when they Let's went over there, the right? Closest thing to a horse right. they were. Next to was a donkey. <laughs> so here we go, <laughs> and, and and rose up to be very good jockeys because yes, I have
0: right. seen uh, boxes of pictures of John in the Winner's Circle and, at Chicago yeah. Racetrack, and and I, of course I saw him in Detroit when he was racing, yeah. and uh, but I always remember John talking about how he wanted to come back here and revive the coffee business, and that he did, and uh, I remember yeah. when I, I came and moved here. And with machetes, cutting down the trees and taking the old mill at Taki, transfer, down at Taki's, and restoring it. And then Chick, you coming back from? Well, you were in the horse business too. And with the Preakness coming up this week, now you're going off the island for a while. So we're taping kind of early, but the Preakness will be over by the time this show airs. But you know that the Preakness, which is the second leg leg of the Triple Crown, right? Right. Yes. And uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about how you happened to get into the the um, horse racing business or, or not, you what, know, what, what was your experience with it?
2: Well, I never did have work on, I did work on the track during my vacation, not not my, the, on the track, but on the ranch, the broodmare, where the broodmares were and they dropped the poles, you know, up in uh, California, and I used to go down there for two, three weeks and I would go on the ranch, you know, where they, they have a breeding farm and uh, it was called the Old English Rancho which they had a lot of horses there, and it was pretty neat to see the operation there, you know? And, uh, but coming back to the racetrack, I could, I had a pass, the trainers would give me a pass, so I can go in and out anytime, but I was, I had a job in downtown LA, so every weekend I run out there, and, Go and play with the guys, you know. Maybe bet on the horses, and naturally I lose. Now, where but was there?
0: Was that Santa Anita?
2: Santa right? Anita, Hollywood Del Mar, uh-huh. and Pomona. And, and and
0: did your brother um, Earl at the time was he working at the tracks? No, right? he
2: wasn't there then. Okay. But for me, all three, I love the racing. I love the race tracks, you know. And it was a, a place to go, and there I met all lots of trainers and jockeys and all those other people that did a lot of gambling.
0: <laughs> and and you, didn't you become pretty good friends with a guy named uh,
2: Chuck Anderson? Chick Anderson. Chick
0: Anderson. And yes, he he
2: was on? the uh, announcer at Santa Anita. And then he would he would start in December at Santa Anita. Then he worked his way to Kentucky. And this way he called about 17 or 18 Kentucky derbies, uh-huh. And then he goes to uh, Maryland to call a triple crown race there, the Piqueness. And then he went to New York to call the Belmont. And then uh, I, I've known him for quite a few years, and every Saturday or Sunday on the weekends, when I uh, show up at the racetrack, I had a guy that worked at the gates, the entrance for the horsemen, and he would leave an, a message for me, Chick Anderson. And so every 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 weekend he'd say, "Come up." So I go up where he called the races. So I had the best seat in the house for what, for two, three races, you know, and I watch him call the races there and uh, have a great time. And then he said, well, I'll, after that, he said, I'll see you next week. So I'll go up there again and sometimes I'll take all my friends up, people that I know, and see how he did it, you know.
0: And did you ever have occasion where you were able to watch John race? Your brother John? Just, just a few times. Uh-huh.
2: But they were mostly in the East Coast. Chicago area. Yeah. and then They worked away like Larry, my brother Larry was in... Um, in, in all, all over you know, Larry was a, in
0: Detroit too because when I was, yeah. lived in Detroit Larry was well known as a, as a, a
2: very good jockey <clears throat> as, as John was too but I, I hardly saw Larry because when he was in California mm-hmm. he had a contract and uh, one of the, the trainers that he worked for sent him to Vancouver, British Columbia to race there then he worked his way down to California in Golden Gate in San Francisco area, then came to Southern California, then the next thing I know, he was gone and he went back to Omaha and he worked his way to, uh, let's say, from Iowa, you know, the small bush tracks, yeah. you know. Then he went all the way down to Louisiana and then Florida and then worked their way up back again to Chicago and that was a circuit, you know, New Orleans, you know, fairgrounds, you know. and so. They they made their rounds all over the place, you know. They like gypsies, you know, get on the trailer or whatever, and go with the horses, you know. And I
0: know Earl had a Santa Anita shirt on last, last week when I saw him, he, <laughs> he loves that. He, you know, had some nice stories. I'm sorry he's not here today, because he sure was enthusiastic about his time of working at the track, but I think what's so interesting is the, the fact that the life that a lot of you have lived, you know, leaving the island and then coming back, and it's so easy for us not to, you know, take interest in what people have done with their lives, and, and Dinah, you too, you you left the island for,
1: for a number of years, right? Yeah, for 15 years, 15. California, then came back in 1982. And did you ever have a chance to watch John or Larry or any no,
0: race? Yeah. No. And when you came back here, uh, happy to be back here? Oh, yes. You know? There's no
1: place like home.
0: <laughs> and, and and be so supportive. <laughs> in Hulu-Aloa. Yeah, it's just yeah. A, such a wonderful little community. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the, again, I want to mention, I'm um, talking with Dinah and Chick up here in Loa at Dinah's Hair Salon, which is next to Paul's Place, where you can get some of their Faiaha River coffee. They're presenters of my show and longtime friends of family that I met uh, when I first moved here and I knew John when he was a jockey in Detroit and they kind of took me under their wing and for so many years I was thinking back about it like even at the Kona Hotel how much everybody helped volunteer when I was involved with the American Cancer Society and I I mean I I think of all the things that your family has done for me and really in many ways uh, you supported all the different sports I've done. You've been enthusiastic when I was playing golf, when I was doing the Ironman, when I was doing running and now with the shows but Talk a little bit about uh, sports and how it how it affected people in your family. I mean, the other do you have other nieces and nephews that are into sports? Uh, and no. are you supporters of other sports at the uh, high school? I know Kathleen and, and Ernie are big, big supporters of big, basketball, right? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Well, we, we uh, try to support them as much as possible, whatever. They have a fundraiser or something. We're there to support them. They need to just come out and tell us, you know, hey, we have a sale going on. How about? Can you help us, you know? And we'll be happy to help them out.
0: And uh, you two, uh, particularly, Chick, you are very um, verbal about how nice it is at this station where the Emily T. Gale Talks Golf Show is ESPN Radio, AM 815 Hilo, AM 790 in Kona, how supportive they are of local sports. So share a little bit about what that means to a community like Halualoa. Mm.
2: Well, for me, you know, when uh, Pacheco... Brings the game to us, Josh. Josh, and sometimes Rodney. Yeah. Yeah, Rod. At least we have, uh, we can know the results, and we can listen to the kids that are playing. That's a very big support, because you know we like uh, maybe we can watch them television, but usually it's on only maybe Rosie Rosenthal show or something like that. Uh-huh. You know that kind of stuff. But at least you know Josh brings the games to us. You know, and like when Baba Yawa's team plays or something like you know, and at least we hear the kids, how they're doing live because we can go to all those games, you know, away games, you know, especially when, and when he brings it back to us here in Kola, it's very, to me, it's very nice to, to listen to this.
0: It's Chick Kunitake. He was a Konaian graduate and played on the baseball team back in '53, '54, and '55, and uh, remembers those days well. Also talking with Dinah Kunataki and uh, the Kunitake family. Of course, John's uh, Kona Marathon coming up June 28th. It's on a Sunday. Just like Dinah says, they do it as a family. I'll get down there and have a lot of fun. You can be at the back of the pack and or the front of the pack, whichever way you want to do it. You can walk. You can run. It's a half mar- a marathon, a half marathon, but more. More importantly, for those of you that are new walkers and runners, there's a 10K and a 5K with the spirit of just getting out there and participating. So we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back here at the Emily T. Gale Talks, Scoff, and other sports show on ESPN Radio, AM 850 in Hilo, AM 790 in Kona.